0: We back on the Swerving Podcast, y'all. What's so up? We live from the barn. I will now be networking with the barn and the Swerving Podcast, so I'll still be dropping on my platform, um, and then that one too. You know, just because we're all networking together, I got too much going into that, not to be having it hand in hand. So you can catch third eye review. Um, that's about it. All I'm running. Oh, Knuckleball Prime Time with that too. Um, the Wake and Take podcast, what I mean, will be coming out soon, soon too. We, we uh, that's a sports betting podcast more, and then you know how we do. So we'll be kicking it over there. Um, if you want to like, if you, if you're really into the heavy sports betting in the NFL, that's where you want to tune into. So that'll be kicking off here in about a week or so. And uh, like I said, Knuckleball Prime Time, Shout out to the Barn Networks, too. Uh, Birds and Swords, vulgar display podcast has been popping off, Art City Music podcast um everything's been really going over there so make sure you tune in over there the wellness investors your small business podcast but uh this will be this will be swerving season four episode one with my cuzzo we got him in the building at the barn justin ford appreciate you coming through man yeah, yeah you like yeah. the barn
1: yeah yeah it's dope man it's uh it's it's, it's cool it's definitely giving me some uh inspiration and some thoughts you know looking at it and saying yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some things that, you know, I could take from it. It's crazy how inspiration happens, you know, in all kinds of different places. And so, you know, we was just talking about that. And uh, I, I like what y'all are doing, man. Uh, you know, podcasting's is huge, especially in, in the digital world. Uh, digital real estate is massively important these days. And uh, I, I think you guys are doing good things, man.
0: Appreciate that, Kuzo. Um Yeah, we've just been trying to take things slow. Uh, we just talked to Chingy uh, last week on the Art City Music Podcast. That was a really... That was a really you know, I feel like that was like a hey, you know, we're we're really in this world to have the opportunity to get into people and chatting them. They all they do like the heavy metal stuff and uh they're really like you know, how we do basketball and stuff, like that's how they do that stuff and they go like they go hard with it and it's really been blowing up. So it's all uh it's all networking good, so I'm thankful for them guys. And you see how this open door to come record. So, you know, uh like you said, it's just kind of a team thing and like, you know. We kind of Chad's a guy you need to talk to too, so because he's a therapist too, and he has a lot of he has a lot of things small business wise. So he's a cool dude to be around, and uh, you know, that's that's the minds I'm trying to be around, but I'm just trying to get to understand them more. So you cousin, you come in and forcing them more because you can talk different, you know. So this would be kind of that more of a small business standpoint, and uh, just you know, looking to the future things because Justin's came a long way too. Uh, I mean, fast food coaching, you know. uh Talking about like, you know, like 18 to now, you was, was a grinder too, Justin, you know?
1: Yeah, it's one of those things, man, like it's in our blood, it's in our uh, genetic and DNA, you know what I mean? Uh, rest in peace to my mother and father, they was both grinders, you know what I mean? So I was telling somebody this the other day that, uh, you know, your mother, your attachment to your mother and what you are, for the most part, is coming, is, is already in you. So whatever work that she put in you, before you was born is, is 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 key. And so my mother, if you go back and listen to the stories of your father and, and our aunties and uncles, talk about my mother, talk about how she worked. Boy, she was all, she was a manager. Right. You know what I mean? So I just, like, okay, that's naturally in me, which, you know, if anybody knows, and you know this, I, I lead. I manage people. That's what I do. And so it's always cool to kind of be like, oh, okay, like it's it's, it's genetic. Hand, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So when they, when people say uh, it, it, you got to have it, no, it's got to be given to you. By God, and God's got to bless you with it through your genetics and, and your parents, and your mother and all them, and your father, all them. Got to say, okay, hey, we gonna put these traits in this kid by their work, right? So you'll be like, you know, for example, our parents work hard, so now we talk about elevating, working hard. Like we ain't working hard no more. I mean, we still working hard, but I mean, we're adding, you know, the investments and, and learning how to be business people and really elevating where we're at. And so. uh Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was blessed and fortunate that my mom had that work ethic, and and she birthed it in me, literally, so.
0: For sure. And that's kind of, and me too, you know, like, and you and my dad too, you know, he works hard and things. I've just come to the fact of uh, anything you're going to do, like, in today's world, you can't, can't, you can't half do it, you man, because everyone is, everyone's having their hand in that, so. If you want to do it, you got to do it hard. Just like the podcast stuff, like, you know, we ran it one time, and I'm doing it again because I had the vision for this. You know, the next step, hey, let's make it better, uh, you know, and just the aspect of things. So just working the grind, and we all just, like, we work hard, but we want to work hard to work less, you know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm trying to get to, and just enjoying the, you know, the entrepreneur part of everything because there's a lot of opportunity to do stuff out here if you really want to do it, you know what I mean? So you just got to do it, right, Cuzzo?
1: Yeah, so the biggest thing, you know, and so – I have a you know platform that I have not launched yet and I talk about it if, you know for those who don't know me uh, it's called master the middle game and so what you're talking about is master the middle game and what really happens is is you're starting to formulate your brain so when God when God created you uh, you know he was formulating in your brain and so what you're doing is you know what God has put in you right which is formulating your your brain child and you're like what does that mean and so when you look at master the middle game, you're formulating your brainchild, and you're starting to pour into that. And so what's really cool about what you're mastering the mental game, what I talk to athletes about, is what's our objective?
0: Goal? Right?
1: No, forget the, the goal.
0: The objective for, like, right now? like
1: No, forget the goal. What's the objective? Because everybody talks about the goal. How many people accomplish the goal? But I've had said, DJ, the objective today is going to get three touchdowns. Right? It changes now if i said goals get three touchdowns you're like, yeah okay but if i change it to objective your mind changes you really get what i'm saying and so if i say hey okay what's the objective with your vision it's a little more powerful it's a little more specific and so now it changes the way you think and so i stopped you saying goals so i said this is my objective my objective is to be a business person my objective is to do this my objective is to just forget to goal. everybody talks about the goal Right now, goals are great and when you're talking end game, What's the goal at the end of my life? Well, whoo, 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 right? It could be a dream. It cast it out there. But when you start putting the objectives down, then you start going, okay, objective one, one, one. For those who went to school, you know what I'm talking about. 1.1, 1. <laughs> one, right? Put it down on paper. Let's start planning, right? On every Monday, every Monday, I'm going to meet DJ. What you doing right now with the podcast, every Monday, I'm going to meet DJ. We're going to sit down. We're going to game plan for the week. Right. And then we're going to come back on next Monday and see what we got accomplished. Right. So it's like playing football and basketball. You said, hey, you got to average 27 points a game. Well, how do you do that?
0: Right. No, you got re- average
1: 27. But how do you do it?
0: You really got to check in and have objectives because you can sit on the goal forever and not check into it. But like you said, you got that objective. You know, it's daily and, you know, routinely, routinely more.
1: Yeah. That, and that's exactly what it is. If you start to. And I told this to one of my athletes that I trained the other day. I said, I'm going to teach you how to refine your stuff. I'm going to show you how to be a shar- sharpshooter. I said, because right now you're all over the place, but you're not refining your work. And me and you, and that's what I was alluding to earlier when I was talking to you in Biz- Big Cousin talk, you know, you got me in, in form- informal mode, right? But, you know, <laughs> when I talk to you in Big Cousin talk, what I'm tell- teaching you is we're going to refine what you're doing. And, and we're going to sharpen it. So you get a sniper, a sniper sitting on the roof, he ain't sitting up there for, for two minutes and then killing his objective. Right. Right. He he can't have a goal as a sniper if he know that the, that the government or whoever hired him said, hey, you got to take that target out within this time frame in a small window of time. So how long that that sniper sit on that roof?
0: A long time. A
1: long time. He'd be like, dang. But the killing happens quick. But right. the objective is there. He's there. Right. Right. And so, like, when we start teaching people how to be refined and be snipers and to sit on and just be patient. But, but the uh, sniper didn't just go on that roof and then start game planning. That that sniper game planned as soon as the assignment came into him. Facts. You know what I mean? And so now everybody thinks like that. So it's hard for the normal person to be like, what's this dude talking about? He's talking about snipers and killing. No, I'm not. I'm teaching you how to be refined and how to do your work. And so that's why when people say, oh, you, you went off and did this. No, those people went to get refinement.
0: So let's talk from a young black man standpoint, Justin, and getting into the entrepreneur standpoint. So. Let's say we got all these things in hand and we want to do it. How do you how do you n- refine the things down that are, like, best to do? Where, where should you start, you know? Writing down, putting it, like, trying it or, you know, maybe going to buy an LLC and doing that stuff or, like, so say, like, like I said, I got the detailing, I got the podcast, you know, um, and there's just different things I want to do. I want to promote and stuff. So, like, I don't know. Like, is it? Do you put, like, do you put it on the table for which one is best benefiting you right now money-wise or enjoying, like, naturally?
1: I will tell you this. There is no shortage of money in this world. I know that. So if that's your number one objective, you're already behind. Because the person like me that says, God got me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He worried about the money. I'm worried about the next objective which is the next client, and making sure that client calls the next one. And then it's word of mouth. But if that client knows that you pressing for that money, dog, it's like the girl you used to chase in school when she said, oh, he too thirsty.
0: <laughs> yeah, for that.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know it's real. I'm 31, bro. Yeah, I've been married. I'll tell you how it is. They don't want that. But the dude that's like, no, nah, I'm cool. I'm cool. I don't need that. I got to focus on and focus on. Everybody want them. Why? Sacrifice. Yeah, because you you you're, you're doing something that most people don't do, which is the opposite of what everybody else does. I ain't chasing that girl. No, no, no. I ain't chasing that opportunity. The opportunity will present itself once I do the things necessary. So, what does that mean? So, back to your question: Is the money will be there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's your objective. That's your goal is to make money. As everybody go, what does that mean? Make what kind of money? Put it put a time frame on it. What does it mean? How much you want to make? Ten thousand, twenty thousand, trillion, what, a billion, what? The government throwing out numbers every day. Look how much money they just spent. Whoop whoop in this bill, a trillion dollars.
0: That's like the same with college and stuff. Like, that's a sacrifice too. Getting through and people want to drop. It's that sacrifice of getting through to get to the next thing. You know, you might be in that student debt at the time in college and going through hard times. But it's the matter of the end goal of the game of college. You know, getting to the next step of of learning. So,
1: do you know why most people stress about debt? No. On prepared plants.
0: Well, yeah, I, 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 can, I can agree with that too. Right.
1: Yeah. So if you're prepared,
0: everyone don't have the same amount of information, or not given the same info though. You know right. what I'm saying? So raise different what, and all that. Well,
1: you, you t- hey, who are you talk? Who are you telling? I, I already I, know. Yeah. Hey, you already, right, bro. Come on, bro. You already know. I ain't, I ain't got. Hey, look, monetarily, I ain't a millionaire, but with my amount of resources, I'm a millionaire. What's that mean? I got access, right? And I understand that I got access and to access knowledge. Access is
2: wealth.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Because if you don't know what to do with the money, you're going to blow the money anyway. How many generations have become broke after their family acquired wealth? Almost all. Right, because they didn't do the work. They didn't have to go through all the background. They didn't do all the planning. They didn't do all the preparation. So for them, they like all they, all they see was the end result, right? They don't see the, the work, right? So what you're talking about with the podcast, so let's break it down. So when you're talking about, hey, you know, we got the opportunity to meet this guy and they're, you know, woo, woo, whoop and I'm not gonna put y'all business on the street, but you know what I mean? Y'all, you know what y'all are going through. That wasn't because you woke up and said, hey, we are gonna go meet this person. No, the universe said, hey, I'm gonna honor this guy because he's showed me he's willing to sacrifice that. Right. And so that's the difference. So I could talk on this subject all day so it all goes back to being prepared to plant, right? So why don't people have that mentality?
0: because it's given
1: or it's, it's or it's acquired can't tell me that you know how i grew up We come from the same family you already know what's the difference between me and my cousins right what's the difference between me and you right so that means i went and i, I sought out the information something that god given to me god blessed me with saying hey how did i do do that Right and not being scared. I wasn't thinking about no money when I'm trying to figure it out. I don't care about the money. I've always been like that. I want the knowledge, because if you give me the knowledge, I'm gonna get the money. The money is gonna be there. I just told you I could still be in restaurant management making six eighty k for around here. Right. You know what I mean? And with my knowledge and understanding, to be all right. Yeah, because I'm gonna flip that to some other stuff. Now I'm gonna go like, hey, save up ten twenty k. Be like, hey, I got this ten twenty k. How we flip it? how we do this. I don't mean flip it in a bad way. I'm talking about how we get to the next investment. How do right. we get into these That's uh, what
0: everyone's doing around here.
1: Exactly. But it's not everyone not everyone's doing it. That's incorrect. It's a small amount of people. Just everybody that you know is doing it. Why are you not doing it? Right? So why are we not doing it? Right? And that's why that's what it changes. And so when you start being it, it's the constant learner. So they going back to your point about education and the debt and why I said what I said was it, sure you can either look at it as debt or you can look at it as an opportunity to acquire information. So if you look at it as an opportunity to acquire information, you look at the debt as small. Because once you know that money is infinite, the government's printing money all the time. The world government's printing money all the time. Right? So if you know that, then you're like, oh, this is not as scary. Now I need to go to formulating the plan. Most don't formulate the plan. They say, woo, 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 me. God's like, okay, the universe's like, okay, well, here you go. We're gonna dump it all on you. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's how you wanna be. Yeah, 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 here. You know what I mean? You ever be like, dog, oh, my car just broke down and my lights are out. You know what I mean? And, and, you just, and it feels like it's piling on. Instead of sitting back and saying, wow, here's an opportunity for me to grow from this situation. What did I not do? What did I miss in this opportunity? What did I miss in my planning and preparation? Sometimes life just happens. But if you plan and prepare, and I'm not saying I've been in plenty of situations where i was unprepared right but at least mentally it didn't destroy me most of the time you know those things uh bring people down because they're not mentally ready to, ready to go
0: but yeah man it's all like it's all matters steps and things too um you know i feel like people will, will you know you want everything tomorrow too so you're just like in that hustling mindset of set instead of setting objectives you know i'm saying you know of moving quicker and quicker and quicker instead of like placing objectives and you move smoother and smoother and smoother you know what i'm saying so it's a matter of growing and growing in things and and you know taking things and learning from them, is all i would say and moving different
1: yeah yeah and you know so and i'm a study i study all the time you know i'll be wilding on social media just because some people just <laughs> they they love that you know what i mean uh but at the end of the day, I'm always constantly learning. Right. And so, you know, I'm studying those people that I want to emulate. You know what I mean? I don't mean emulate in a bad way, but I'm emulating their business moves. I'm emulating their cadence. Excuse me. Uh, you know, and, and I lo- you know, I listen to a wide range of people. I listen from Rick Ross, right? You ready for this? To Bill Gates, whether you like Bill Gates or not, whether you like Rick Ross or not, whether you like Mark Cuban or not. They've done something that the average person couldn't do, right? They broke through. And so you look at, uh, and there's tons of guys. There's, there's a whole list of people. Mark that, Cuban's. A, I like him. Yeah, yeah, Mark Cuban's a smart guy. And so you you kind of remind me of Mark Cuban's path of we can refine, refine, I'm going back to that, what you're doing, and, and really give you the, the right tools and, and understanding. But uh, that's what family is for. That's what a lot of people who get the wealth or all those things, and you say silver spoon in their life, mouth, it's not the silver spoon, it's the people that broke the code. Right. So we can be mad at that person all you want to. But I admire that person to say, hey, he took the opportunity that was given and didn't squander it. A lot of people will get those opportunities and squander it. Right. So there's a small amount of people that take the opportunity that their families and wealth have accumulated and run with it. Sure. That did that did that give them a leg up? I guess it's really a leg down if you think about it, because they could get complacent. Right. And so once you get complacent, you're easy to beat. Makes sense. So when's the best time to kill a lion? When he's down? When he already ate.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: What's the point of chasing? What's the point?
0: And that's, and that's when he's down, you know? He's yeah,
1: cool. yeah, yeah. He's chilling. Yeah, yeah. You know how it is. You be know, kicked back. Mm-hmm. Ooh, you're done for the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, that punter or them hyenas, whatever, them prairie dogs. Uh, not prairie dogs. Some hyenas, them, them African wild dogs. I don't care nothing about that lion. Right. But yeah, let's go get that joker. Yeah, he down today. You know what I mean? And so when you understand that and understand the, uh, that mentality, you start to develop it and you start to change it. And so that's what's really cool about uh, business and, and what we're talking about, planning and preparation and refining and, you know, what, what, what you're trying to accomplish and the things that you're trying to do. And what really it takes is so your plan is off, right? Your refinement is off. And so once you refine what you're doing, you're getting there. Right, but God for whatever reason said, "Hey, go step in that dude, step in the way for that dude, cause he he not he he, he you know I already told you I'm Phil Jackson, <laughs> Greg, Greg, Greg Popovich, Steve Kerr, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's about I, breaking Ryan. the chain
0: too, though. You know, we gotta like we gotta do better for the down the line. So I appreciate that. Like, you know, respect I respect you. Like, want to put the ball bo- like putting the ball in my hands. You know what I mean? And we gotta do that more. And we need that in the small you know, community of black, blackness in our community, but everywhere in the black community, you know, we gotta raise each other.
1: Yeah, the, 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 and that is networking and understanding that, like I was telling you earlier, I go talk to anybody. I ain't got a problem. I sit there and smile, they talk, I listen. Because if you listen, that's when you find out what people need. Too many people talk, but not listen. And then it falls on deaf ears when the person that can do is not listening. And so once you have that understanding and acknowledgement and then you say, OK, I need to listen to the people and I need to listen to uh, what people need. And, you know, one of your little business falls out. Right. I had to listen to the people. And as an entrepreneur, a person that can think creatively at that level of hierarchy, like a Pat Riley or a Mark Cuban, whether you like him or not, a Donald Trump. Right. Uh, the dude that's the owner of Alibaba. You know what I mean? The the CEO of uh, Google or Alphabet company, correction. You know what I mean? Those guys and all the and, and Elon Musk. People. I'm just throwing out big names so it help people uh, to understand my mindset. And and once you start to develop that mindset, and it's not you know, it's it's about helping people. You know, and if I help you know another brother, beautiful. But my my guy giving talents abilities is to help all people, especially where we come from. The 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 poor and broken don't care about what you come from. Right. or what color you is. Right, right. Once you're that below that system, it don't matter.
2: Right,
1: hey, we we it's just same like, people at that point. I mean, you dealing with the same struggles, brother, across the street, whether he black, white, Chinese, it don't matter. We all dealing with the same struggle. We all looking at like, man, look at that guy up there. The person on top of that building ain't looking down here at us. They can't hear nothing we saying. Right, but if you on top of that building yelling down, hey. here's
0: some money (laughs) right you're like i heard some money oh yeah
1: (laughs) right but if that person yelling out top, hey that dude up there like hey y'all hear something right because they up they up there they up on the balcony and so it's it's just things like that and learning those things and and it's pretty cool and and so i've learned that over there 13 years when i was 18 i didn't comprehend none of this when i was your age i didn't comprehend this i was 21 in management working at AT at&t at 21, I, I was making $40,000 $40, back in 2013, something like that. You know, 40 around here is nice because at 21, you're not thinking about that. It's not like a, that outrageous amount of money some of these guys are making, doing trades and stuff. And right. the, the trades and skills are really making a big money. That's big money. But for somebody that's just flipping cell phones, that's cool. You know what I mean? Like I was 21, but I didn't understand the opportunity I had and then uh, when I went and worked at Panera at 23, I didn't understand the opportunities that I had. I didn't understand the opportunities that was presented to me, and I started thinking about being a business person, starting you know my delivery service and, and doing things of that nature. And I didn't know, I didn't understand. It kind of like you at 25, but I I put myself around the people that knew more than me.
0: Right, and I've been in all them nine to fives. Like I don't know what it is. Like I just I just know that that ain't me. I ain't trying to be an employee. I'm I want to be like you know what I mean. I feel like. There's just too much opportunity to where if you want to do your own thing, you can do it. Do it. That's what I'm saying.
1: That's why we're having this conversation. That's why our conversation pivoted because it was vital. Because somebody else needed to hear this. You know, whether, whether you're whatever God's given plan for your life and mine that he, he led our conversations to where it was. Because God, whether people in who does not, put you on my heart. And he said, you need to call your cousin with this idea. I said, God, dog, you know, DJ, man, that dude, He said, like, call <laughs> your cousin, right? That's a director from the Lord when he put it on your heart. You know what I mean? I wasn't, I did I knew what you was doing. I called you out uh, the random, and then you messaged me. This is crazy. So this is how God works. Everybody listen to this, whoever listen to it, whether you believe it or not. I went to Ironton. Now, notice when I messaged you, how long was it before I got got, got, got back with you?
0: All right, 10 seconds.
1: In your mind, it was 10 seconds. I didn't know you messaged me until I got out of Arlington. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I had thought about you all that night and that morning. And God was saying, you need to call your cousin. Think about that. Now, you messaged me at 1014. I didn't get in until 1044 when I was back in Farmington.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I
1: called you. We're telling you what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Woo, woo, woo. Holler at you. Yeah. Now, why is that? I ain't, I ain't heard from you in a hot minute. We was woo, woo, woo. Last time I talked to you, made me mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't even sending message message on it, But God said, you need to call your cousin. But that's that's God and the universe working. So when you're talking about I have these things and God said, okay, I got you. You don't even know you was praying to God in your spirit. And God was like, I got you, young man. Yo, Your cousin right down the street. Well, not really. But you know what I mean? And we in St. Francis County. We ain't that far from each other. You know what I mean? And I said, well, you know, this is how things work. And so when you talk about refinement and, and trying to get your stuff, guys putting that mentor right in front of you. I had to go through what you're trying to go through first. And I had my brother's big, big shout out to my brother, Lemmy Williams. I don't know if he's listening to this or if he does. Somebody get it to him so he can hear it. But I love that brother. Uh, and a lot of my influence came from him. And a lot of what I am came from his, his pouring into me. And so whether whatever y'all, whatever beliefs people have about him, he spoke life into me. He said, Justin, you don't know how great you are. When I first took over coaching, he said, that's the best move you could have done. He said, what you're going to do for this area and what you're going to do for sports, he spoke life into me. I had an older brother, my brother. I always indebted to him for that, speaking life into me. You know what I mean? Because we didn't know we didn't come from that. We didn't understand that. You know what I mean? Like, we was just living life. You know, woo-woo-woo. We was on the woo-woo time. It's always woo-woo time. Right. This nonsense. And so, you know, having that you know, having that that beautiful brother of mine love him, uh speaking life into me gave me a confidence
0: boost. What's some books you might have read?
1: Oh, dog. a uh, long list of books.
0: Give me give me three. Three to four. Uh
1: probably my favorite book, and you need to read this, is called Raving Fans. Raving? Raving Fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go read that book, dog. Especially what you're trying to do, and you'll see why I have the understanding. Go read that book talks about the golden rule and never oh. forget the golden rule in business and so yeah go read that book uh, another one is brands wins championships that one's a sports book that i read in my master's program man beautiful book i, I can speak brands like brands wins championships beautiful book that's another thing why i was telling you about that deal earlier that's why i said I don't oh yeah it makes sense. So. what you talking about yeah yeah. you talking about I swear i don't care about that because you don't have that background information that i know i can't sell that Nobody wants to buy that. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't know disrespect. Look at the Tilset on the wall. Right? I, I'm looking at that like, yeah, I'd rather be driving the Tilset too. Let's go. Right? I got Callaway on my hat. Those are brands. Now, if I gave, gave to you some random brand, you're going to be like, bro, who's this? I don't know if that ball is going to drive the way I need it to drive. Oh, I don't trust that brand, but I trust Tilset. Right. I trust Callaway. I say, hey, let's go to this random driving range. You be like, bro, you? I don't want to go there. I want to go to the good driving range.
0: Right, that makes sense.
1: Yeah, you know what I mean? Like I said, DJ, here's this. You're going to be like, uh, because of uh, nobody golfs at that one. We're going to go golf at like this one. <laughs> Why? Because it's a branded golf situation. You know, right. I don't want to go golf like that. I just like going to play. I don't know the terms like you. But you but you understand what I'm saying when it comes down to and branding that. And that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I love that book because you was talking about – so, you know, I'm not going to get what we talked about putting on podcast. Well,
0: I get where, exactly what you're saying. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So that, that's the component. People are
0: going to see that rather than this.
1: Yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: It's like the uh, eagle to the bird.
1: Yeah. They're
0: going to see an eagle quicker than you see a regular bird. Like, dang, look at that eagle. No, dog, I see hawks all the time. Well, yeah, but you know, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Saying.
1: yeah. Those hawks and eagles, you know, we can't, can't discount the hawk. But- right. Those hawks and eagles, yeah, bro. Them
0: hawks be they be they be hunting.
1: Yeah, they be a uh, hey, you know, go out on the back road, uh, going for Farmington to Lexington. You know what I mean? Them things be out there, boy. Mm-hmm. And they be waiting for them deer. You know, they just be circling and the vultures, all of them. You know what I mean? And so they they creatures. Uh, Is
0: Raven Fans a business book?
1: Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a great book. You need to get that book, right? Yes, actually, I'll give you my copy.
0: All right, I'll read it. I've been okay. looking for something good to read. I'm tired of reading like not BS nonfiction and stuff. I'm trying to read something that can preserve to life.
1: Yeah, I'll give you that book. Um, there's another book, excuse me, Relentless by Tim Grover. He was the trainer for uh, excuse me, t- trainer for Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant. Really? Yeah, and I, I gave that Tim Grover. I actually recommended that book to a couple of my athletes that I train. You know, because I do training. Uh, shout out Fordex Sports Management. Uh,
0: was he yeah. talking like uh, their mentality or what?
1: Yeah, mentality. Just the way they went about their business of being basketball players. Their work ethic and just the insight to have two of the greatest players of all time, right? And and so for him to train both of them, he could see the parallels between Kobe and Michael Jordan and how their mentality went.
0: That probably is a dope book.
1: Love it. Bro, that book, man, I had a copy, and it's so frustrating I lost the copy. I don't even know where I lost the copy. In fact, I think I might have gave it to somebody. Because uh, you need to read this book, but I don't remember if I gave it to somebody or if I left it in my hotel. I think I left my hotel three or four years ago, when I was doing uh, traveling for an AD conference or a coaching conference, and I and I left it in a uh, hotel somewhere. And I'm mad because I think I left it on a nightstand. Now that I'm talking about it, and I'm mad, man. I'm mad. That was a great. I love that book.
0: I'm have to read them, and people tell me I need to read the Tiger Tiger Woods book. Uh, said, what's, what's Tiger, Tiger wrote a book? Uh, man, I I don't know, but it's called uh. He just break it down like he just break it down like uh just his mindset of golf, you know, and like winning championships and things. I'll find out what it is and I'll post it to the bottom link of this, but yeah, the Tiger book. And um let's talk about some mental health. Those mental health those mental health month last month in July. Um, how's your mental health, Cuzo? Like well, we gotta do that more, you know, just check in on family and stuff more, but uh what what keeps you going and like gives you clarity and stuff, you parent and all that. So, you know, you might have like different vibes, you know. You got like children and stuff to look to and stuff. So what gives you you know, you golf and things, you like you got a lot going it's to where like, you know, what I mean, you gotta depend on a lot of other people. You you got you're like you said, you're a leader. Yeah, you know I mean, to where like, I don't know, the people check in on you all the time, you know, you're good. What what were you doing today? You might be frustrated, you know, you might not think, you know, you're doing enough or something. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? So
1: For me, you know, it's interesting because I'm not going to be one of those people to say, oh, I never deal with those things. Uh, You know, I have have those days where I'm frustrated. You know, I have those days where I'm like, man, I really messed up. But I'm I'm a former athlete and I'm playing a game in life. And if I dwell on this one mistake, I'm going to fumble the bag on the next play and the next play and the next play. And I look up my team down 20 or 30. So, you know, I only let it, Linger for one or two seconds And I gotta move on You know what I mean So it's like all right, Financially as an adult You say oh man I got into some debt Early as a, as a young man As a 20 year old I can't dwell on that at 31 You know what I mean I gotta say okay what What did I learn in my 20s That I didn't know you know what I mean, and so what? 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 You know what happens if uh, one of my athletes let me down? What happens if a business deal do, doesn't go through? What happens if I hire somebody and they don't show up? Right? right. Like, what does those things mean? And so when you're at this level of understanding, you can only dwell on those things for so long. And if not, they cloud your judgment. If not, they cloud your ability to move forward. And I wouldn't be in this position that I'm in today if I always allowed those things to to dictate my emotions and and really control my my thinking. And so yeah, I get when I get mad about things. I play my game, play Call of Duty. You know
2: what I mean, I play chess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You I, be going I'm, too. Yeah, yeah, I'll be on
1: it, you know what I mean? That's my escapism. And then when I'm done, I'm thinking. You know what I mean? I say, okay, what, 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 what was so important about it? And so I'm now at a level of understanding that I didn't understand when I was your age or a little bit younger at 23 is, does this affect the bottom line of the organization? Now who's the organization? Me. Does this affect me? Is it a serious issue? If it's a non-issue, I'm not dealing with it. Some people are like, oh, this happened. Be like, man, I don't care. Like, this kid, we will now, when auntie passed away, obviously, that's a major issue. Dog, you talk about broke down, but I didn't let it admittedly take my thought process. Right. So, let, let me let me preface it this way. So, when you're a kid and you lose your parents, my father died April 9th, 1991. I was born May 5th. 1991 my father died a month before i was born so most people right most people would have went off the rails early my mother died when i was three so when you when you go through these things early it's really hard for a lot of things for life to beat you down as an adult right for 28 years i had to go through with the death of losing my mother so what can you tell me that is greater than that what problems as a three-year-old, you lost your mother and father. And you're trying to navigate this giant world. This world is giant to a three-year-old. A kid look up at, even if we look at the Eiffel Tower or, or uh, yeah, we look at the Eiffel Tower or whatever. You know what I mean? You look up at the moon. Those are great works. as a three-year-old. Now, put it, compartmentalize to the mind of a three-year-old. You're asking me to navigate this world that's so massive. I can't even comprehend at three what it would have been like anymore. Right. So at 31. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some mental health of having to overcome those frustrations, those angers and, and those things. But allowed me to heal. And if you don't heal properly and you get the right help and get the right mentors, then, yeah, it's going to continue to spiral down a bad situation. But, you know, I was been blessed and fortunate that God had prepared me early in life. You know, what I mean, it still sucks. There's days where I cry. I'm like, man, my mom be proud right now. My pops be proud right now. Your brother would be proud right now. You, you know, what I mean, whether you know it or not. Because you're progressing forward. Some days it's tough. You're like, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, having people around that says we love you and we're we looking out for you makes a big difference. And so I was blessed and fortunate to have a lot of people tell me they love me. And so you'll have people that say, oh, oh I, I'm, I'm mean most of the time. Yeah, I mean, but I love you. Whether you think I, I love you or not, I do. And whether people will hear that enough, I don't think we'll tell people that enough. I don't. I mean, our family, I mean you and Big Dog do a lot. Uh you know, hearing that I love you and that I, I I care for you, you know, and that's big. And so right. my wife always getting on him. Woo, woo woo woo. I love you. Now I understand. Right. And so when you're a young man, you don't, you, you're trying to get over your hurt. Like I don't want to hear nothing about no love. I'm hurting. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, you know exactly what I'm talking about, but once you heal properly, you could, you can accept love. And people who can't don't heal probably can't accept love. So a lot of that mental health goes to, they can't, uh, be able to compartmentalize and, and, and build, that in their mind and it breaks them. I've been there.
0: Debriefing and letting go.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean?
0: I'm glad you said that because, like, my, if you know Justin, he's a good, he's like one of the competitors, competitors you know. And, like you said, you know, you would think your team down 20, or 30, you're going to be over there kicking and screaming, but you're not. You know, it's just like you move on, you know, because because yeah. it's more than the game, too. You know, it's about life and things. and making them overcome and become men and stuff. And, you you know, you've uh, you've been destined the path of leading that, you know, message in life. You know what I'm well,
1: saying? Well, when you got kids that their mothers died when they was three and their fathers died when they was in the fifth grade, you, you understand. You understand that for these kids, this game ain't no mean nothing. You know what I mean? That kid's still dealing with his mother died. You know what I mean? And understanding that his mother died. And this kid's dealing with that his father died. I lost both. So at the end of the day, this game don't mean nothing to me if that kid ain't right in the head, if that kid don't feel loved, if that kid don't feel like that whenever they're going through something, they can come to me. Now, there's days where they know, like, hey, man, are, are we really going through something or are you just being a babe? And so if they not right, none of this matters. And so I've had a lot of situations where, you know, I had kids going through things during the season. that I had to give a kid my car just so he can feel right, just so he can feel like life. Your car? Yeah. I'm drive my car just so he can feel right. Just so he can move right. Say, hey, take my car, young blood. Go ahead and take that car. You know what I mean? Go ahead go and drive around and get your head right. Because when you get whips, and you know this, we all been oh, there. Oh, it's that, a different that mentality. Having that car and saying, okay, I can get away. I'd like to drive. You know what I mean? And i like to just get in my car and, and just let it all debrief and, and let it all uh, let it all go. Good car ride crying. Good car ride with a good car. Bob out your music. Yeah, now forget the music. Let God, yeah. let God, no, God Yeah, for you. sure. Let God wrap His arms around you. That's what's wrong with people. They always want to get no music. music. No,
0: no I, I ride with no music all the yeah, time. Yeah, Just yeah. be thinking because God's from trying here to wrap you around. Especially you. from here to St. Louis, and man, like
1: because God's talking to you, you don't realize it. God's trying to wrap his, his 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 spirit and His love on you. And so what, that's why sometimes you're like, damn, I can't listen to music. I can't listen to nobody because God's like, I'm trying to talk to you. I'm pulling on your, your soul. That's that's powerful. Most people can't. They ain't gonna think of it like that. But that's what it is. That's why at a funeral when they say bow your head and we're going to pray in silence because you're reflecting. God is moving in that room, right? And imagine, you know, at, you know, at all the funerals we've been to, they was playing music. You've been mad. You'd be ready to fight because they they disturbing your spirit because your spirit is connected with God at that time, right? And so you're mourning. I'll and so that. what you're doing is you're mourning at a transition of your life. Meanwhile, you need to be in silence because you're, you're transitioning to the next growth part of your life. And, and you know, death death brings growth. You know, and, and and that's the cool part about life, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's tough.
0: That is tough. Let's what's just, some um, some what's some routines you do to to get your day started, Kudzo? Me? Yeah, like what's some like self routines you do? Like you read, like um, like I like this is me. Like I like to wake up, get my coffee, get my little swings in on the my swings in with the golf club, get right, you know, and then. That's like I, I like to do all that, like listen to my podcast for anything, before I go detail, car, or anything. And I get that done before like 7.30. You know what I'm saying? I start my day.
1: So uh, my, my day, is, you know, as funny as uh, I have no thoughts in the morning.
0: <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah, you called me blank this morning. What's up, Guado? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have no thoughts in the morning. So when I wake up, I don't want no worldly thoughts. I don't want my thoughts. <laughs> Seriously. I want God to tell me what, what, what I need to know. And I want to connect. I want to meditate. So when I wake up, I ain't thinking about nothing besides meditation and letting God wrap around me and wrap around my thoughts and, and allow me to be, and be able to think at a higher level. And so when you do that and say, wow, that's why I get a lot of things done. So I'll go to bed not thinking about nothing. Wake up not thinking about nothing. It's God, God is using me at this time. Because if I let these day-to-day distractions, I'm gonna miss the message. And so my day-to-day, I get up, you know, and I'm listening to my house, listen to my kids, listen to my wife. I'm listening to those things. And God said, you're a grown man now. Listen to that. <laughs> right. It's peace, it's quiet, it's tranquil. So when you get to the understanding of being a man, being a father and being a husband, right? There's a difference to being out here. You're a young blood, you can go do that. My daughter's waking up. I, I love hearing the sound of my daughter. Daddy, hey, wake up. I'm hungry. Right? I'm attending to her needs first. My, my oldest is like, yeah, 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 leave me alone. <laughs> I'm sleeping. My youngest is like, no, wake up. All I'm right. hungry. And I love it because, uh, you know, as a child, I couldn't do that. I couldn't go into mom and dad's room and say, hey, I'm hungry. I woke up crying. Four or five years old, crying. Where mama at? Daddy gone. That's a difference. And or so, uh, at my house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so uh, you, know how the, you know how the story goes. Right. Um, and so, yeah, 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 just enjoying life, just being blessed and fortunate that God is given me this understanding and opportunity. You know what I mean? And this is stuff that I never really shared with the world because I don't have the opportunity to share this with the world right now because I got things to accomplish. And so, uh, you know, it's cool to, to, to just let God to be thankful God that I'm waking up. You know, because my mother and father didn't get the opportunity. That's what to, I was going to
0: say. You don't, everyone don't, it's not guaranteed. You know what I'm saying? Every day. So for you to be waking up in the morning with no thoughts and literally be directing is like living through.
1: Yeah, because God, God said no man knows his hour of day. You know, so I'm blessed. I'm blessed. When I wake up and I'm blessed, I said, good God, I get another day to go for it. I get another day to go for my objectives. And then you got to go hard at that. Some days I don't go hard. Some days I'm tired mentally. Physically, so some days, I mean, you see, I, I'm in the gym all summer, all year. I never stop for the break, so I don't want no extra thoughts. I have no when people got problems with me because I'm a coach when I ref stuff. I ain't, I ain't worry about them people talking about if you want to lean around, hold on that, hold on that, take that L. But I ain't, I'm going home, I'm gonna go to sleep, <laughs> they eat me some chicken or something, right? You know what I mean, I ain't finna be dealing with you know, what I mean, because if you if you'd that to dictate your emotions. you'll miss out on the blessings that god's trying to give you and i'm all about that you know what i mean and and i'm not the perfect man but these are thoughts that i have to myself and when i pray and i meditate and i say you know i just say god what are we doing here guide me because if if a if a man is left to his own desire he's not gonna get a lot done
0: do you want to coach forever Kozo? i love it so you'd be like you'd be like you do it forever
1: I'm be like Coach K or Greg I was going to say like Gene Best. I'm gonna be, yeah, Gene Best. You know, I'm going to be like one of them guys, bro. I can see that. Because what else am I going to do? I mean, I got things. I say that like what else am I going to do, but I got things I could do. I got tons of things I want to do, but I love it. You know, I love coaching, man. I love seeing this young dude come in day one. So I got an example. I got a kid. I'm not going to say his name just because I'm not allowed to, but when he graduates, I'll have him come and talk to you. I had a kid come in this uh, – Last year, and uh, he came over in the basketball game. And he was standing there, and uh, I was like, "What you doing?" I said, "You know, you're not allowed to uh, I mean, stand up." <laughs> I said, "I know you. You know you're not allowed to uh, be over here on the sideline like this, right?" He said, "Coach, I just want to ask you why that ref called that." No, no, no. I said, "Hey, hey, bro, calm down." I said, "The ref is doing his job." He said, "Nah, nah, man, nah. That's messed up." I said, <laughs> "I said, listen, young brother. I said." Uh, Lead the okay? He said, "All right, coach." So I said, "Hey, you." you I said, "You got to go back to the stands." And he stared me down. I was like, "No," but he didn't say it. But his eyes were saying, "No, I want to sit right by you." I said, "All right, man. You can stay here." So the game gets going. It's after halftime. The game gets going. And, uh, he starts yelling at the hey. I said, "Hey, hey, 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 hey. Said, come here! If you're going to sit here, you cannot talk to that official." okay? He said, oh, man, for real? I said, yeah, it reminds me of your brother a lot.
0: That's what it sounds like.
1: It reminds me of your brother a lot, and I'll tell you another story. You're going to love this. And so, uh, I told your dad they remind me of Lene, and he does a lot, man, and it's crazy how God, God again, I know. People, Frequency
0: of the world is crazy.
1: Yeah, they're going to be sick of hearing this, but uh, so <laughs> he, his mannerisms remind me of your brother. And I'm like, what is the universe telling me? And so I talked to her mom at the end of school year, and she was like, hey, he really wants to play basketball for you. Can we make this work? <laughs> Can you
0: help me? That was no question.
1: I said, yeah, kid, 6'3", six, 6'4", six, going to gym, just jumps up, grabs the rim. No formal training, nothing.
0: That's nice.
1: I said, gone." that reminds me of my little cousin. Uh, I was telling your dad this. I said, dog, this kid, freaky. And mannerisms." goofy like him talks like him you know and so i was like bro what so i told her i was like yeah so he comes in the summertime and uh he ain't never played before and i was like he's like coach he goes i just thank you i said man i had to look at that dude and i was just like man you welcome you know really i should be thanking him because he's blessing me with an opportunity to work with a kid that. Uh, normally wouldn't get this opportunity because of certain situations. And so, uh, you know, it's things like that. And so when I think about the next generation and going back and getting the next kids, kids like me, like you, and other kids that, you know, that need somebody that says, hey, come come be with me. Let me love on you.
0: You know, it's a side of the game. Huh? I said it's a side of the game at that point.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: And it's, it's more like attendance.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Of own life. I get what you're saying. It's building a relationship.
1: Yeah, because that, that young kid you know he don't know he needs me he just know he's frustrated he just know the world is changing that the world is telling him and i'm gonna say hey young boy be you i said because i'm gonna be me and i'm gonna love you for you as long as you can love me for me we're gonna be cool now mind you when it comes to this running there ain't no love in the world that's gonna stop this running right we're gonna run them legs off and so you know, the kid, I had him, and I'll say his name because he's my nephew. I can say his name publicly. You know, Devontae was well, at practice. yeah. And I said, Carlton's hey.
0: going to come on here sometime.
1: Yeah, I said, hey. I said, the kid was at practice. We didn't run these kids for 30 minutes straight. And the kid I'm telling you about just standing there, not tired, not breathing hard. All the rest of the <laughs> kids bent over, dying. You know how, they, you know how I don't practice is. And so I said, hey, come over to me, bro. I said, you're not even tired. <laughs> he said, no. Nah. I said, what? I said, this is what I'm going have you do. You're gonna go race Devontae. He said, okay, coach. I put him and Devontae on line. We gotta <laughs> do a 16 and one. I said, hey, your job is to beat Devontae. So Devontae is looking at me like, uh huh, he ain't nobody finna beat me. <laughs> nobody on this team can beat me. I was like, nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, beat him. So I said, all right, y'all, everybody on the line, we doing a 16 and one or 8 and one. I remember what it was. So I had him run it. And him and or him and Devontae was in their world by themselves. I said, Oh my goodness. This kid ain't never played basketball in a day in his life, and he's going toe to toe with one of the top guards in the area. <laughs> right. And I mean, from a skill perspective, I'm just saying from an athletic perspective. Mm-hmm. So I said, Hey, come here.
0: You just trying to see something.
1: I'm trying, I'm trying to see some. I'm saying, Hey, what's wrong with you? I say, You even tired? Devontae bent over, masked, wiping the sweat off his face. This kid got his shoulder and said, No, nah, I'm not really tired, coach. I looked at my assistant coach. I said, Do you hear this? He said, I know. It's crazy. I was like, I ain't never had, I've not had athletes. I coach you. I coach all them guys from Central. You know, I coach some guys from South Iron. Pure athlete. Never, never had formal training. And I said, Bro, this story's like that. And this kid, and me and his mom have, you know, me and his mom talk all the time because if you knew a story, you'd be like, wow, that's really powerful. And one day, hopefully, uh, on my master middle game, I can get him and her, and I'll let you come in on that and, and us have a conversation. Are you writing
0: that? Is that your book? So I, I'm going to, I'm excited. Master the Mental Game?
1: Master middle Mental Game is my program. And so, uh, you know, we just talk about like this right here, just talk about things in life. And, and uh, for where he's come from in life, Power, great story, powerful story. I don't know if mom will ever share it. Maybe when it gets older and, and then they can sign some stuff and you know share a story about powerful story, man. When I say, and so I put this kid, so let me finish telling the story about him. You're gonna love this too. this is why you remind me of your brother. So we're at Kingston League, right? Oh yeah, yeah. So I said, we playing man. Right? Now he'd been playing two threes on with my J V team and my coach. And then I had to play him and one of my other kids. And uh I said, hey, go cards, you're a man and so he lost his man a couple of times so at this point he's freaking out he runs over off the court to me because he don't know (laughs) yeah and he said coach throws his mouthpiece out of his (laughs) mouth said coach hey i don't know who my man is (laughs) i said i said hey I said, "Hey, you supposed to be down there." I said, "We'll we'll work on it." I said, "I'll call a timeout. We'll get you taken care of. Right. But get back in the game. You're legally not allowed to step off the court." And he was like, "All right, coach takes." And he did respect got to call a timeout.
0: That's some Nate,
1: this stuff. Yeah, so I was like, "Yo, bro, this do remind me of my little cousin
0: Nate." I said, "Wow." I said, "That's a little So you reconnecting too." So that brings you joy.
1: Yeah, and so things like that. You know, if I was never coaching you know, and I wouldn't be at peace when I have my cousin, but when I see different kids that remind me of him, I'm at peace because guys saying, he is cool, I got
0: you. That's like with me and umpire, man, it's just, it's just like a different connection outside of them them kids, you know? Even just being like, hey, you know, what's up? Dude, I'm telling you, like some of them kids, like all I would have said was, you know, hey, what's up, batter? You know, give them nucks and after the game, it would be like, man, Blue, you're the best. Like, and it's just like, I really didn't do nothing, but just being fair to everybody and just you know naturally used just like uh, it's cool, you know. It's like and then seeing how you know people's day go about just something small like that does give you some joy in the world to to enjoy it. That's why I love going away and umpiring and stuff, dude. It's just a different connection with the kids and stuff, and just I just love it, you know. Because I was that kid, I wasn't, I was never good at baseball. It, I, I get the connection because I was like never good at baseball and stuff, but I was always around the game to understand it, so. You know and it's a white man's game and so people will be like mm, i don't know what kind of blue he's gonna be but then the game they're like you know blue you know your stuff man you know it's all about they don't you know not not taking the book by its cover and so i gotta you really run your respect on that baseball field that's why i like doing it it's a challenge you know i'm saying
1: yeah it's one of those things is it's and i guess it is not but it's not because you know the father will t- have the boy play the game that they play
2: Right, 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 right. So mm-hmm. if the
1: father is a football guy, his kid's gonna play football. Mm-hmm. If the father's a basketball guy, he's gonna play basketball. And so my kids play basketball and volleyball. I love soccer. I would, I would love for my daughter to be a soccer player.
0: And none of y'all played.
1: But we didn't play. I coached it for two years. And so going back on your point, why you love it is because, you, and why those kids enjoy it because you're loving on them, and you're, 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 you're pouring into their spirit. And when you pour into their spirit with positivity and, and no bias or no whoop, whoop, whoop to it, they feel that. Kids are honest, man. I've been coaching kids for a long time. Kids know when you're real and phony. They know. They be like, oh, I ain't messing with that guy. They right. may not tell you, but their behaviors. Right. So, for another example, I ran a three-on-three league. I ran a three-on-three league called the open run, and it's fun. Kids love it. I straight up tell parents, it's not for y'all. It's not for you. I'm not putting up with y'all complaints. I'm not putting up with y'all issues. I said this for the players. I said this for the players to come and have a safe place to play basketball. Right. A safe place to just be who they are. You know what I mean? And we not don't get need... getting
0: kicked out the gym and stuff like that. Like, yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah. They, they, woo, woo, woo. We don't need
1: our parents out there to get out the way. Let these kids be kids. You know what I mean? And so we let the kids work it out. And so what I got to see in that is some kids, their leadership came out. And they they and some kids ran from leadership. Some kids ran from getting better. But I got to see a team come together and formulated plans and talking about it and talking about strategy.
2: You know what instead I mean? of their parents, do this, do that.
0: Yeah. Dude, that, that's something that's something crazy too. And from a ref and ref and coach perspective, man, like one of the craziest things I seen in baseball was these kids were these kids were winning the whole game. And then, you know, they're a good team. So, you know, this ain't, no, this ain't no bum baseball, Justin. But as soon as the other teams start losing, then the parents want to say something. This first baseman, thir- this 13 u too. so you know, you know these kids know what they're seeing and talking about, and their parents, you know, they're serving drinks at the game and stuff, and they're always like, the parents are like, this, this, first, this first baseman said, the parents are going, ah, ah, blue, that's terrible, changing the strike call No, no, just when the game gets better, you got to do this, you know, your zone gets tighter and stuff. So the uh, first baseman goes, man, I, them are all strikes. I don't know what they're talking about. He said, it's just a good game. He said they always do that. And parents really can take a joy out of kids, out of a kid's thing, man. It's just, it's sad to see sometimes because it makes them really not want to do it.
1: Because they lost their joy. For sure. That's why.
0: And they're trying to put it back. I hate that stuff. Coach's kid would go throw a kid 70, 80 pitches. That stuff ain't cool, man. That stuff ain't cool.
1: That's, that's why I don't – I try not coaching my daughters because I want them to be to have their experience. I don't want to coach my kids. Right. They ain't pushing my kids. You know what I mean? I I, I could, but I got girls, and i had a son. I'm they, I'm not f- gonna talk to him at the game anyway. Right. I'm not gonna talk to him at the car. No 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 no. They know who their daddy is. <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. You know who you you know who you gotta come home with. Yeah yeah yeah. All I gotta tell you is get your final four. You don't want that, then that's on you. That's on you player. Now, if you want to get good, so my daughter is starting to get to a point where she asks me questions, saying, "Hey, Dad, will you help me?" Absolutely. And so but you don't put it on her. No, never. For what? What well, I need to do that for? She <laughs> asked to be my daughter. <laughs> right. She asked for this life. So, because she asked, like, I'm not gonna make her drown in it. If she chooses to love it and become a great athlete. I'm a supporter because I know the system. I know it better than anybody. They be in the stands thinking they know something. They don't know nothing. They don't know nothing. They don't know what it's like to, they don't know. They just know it from their level of understanding, which is usually flawed. And so that's why St. Louis wins so many state championships. Because those parents, for most part, played at a high level. Right. They either D1, went overseas, you know what I mean? Got NBA connects. Look at Tatum. His uncle was Larry Hughes. Right. Yeah, I mean, come on, bruh. But he, these people, who never stepped foot on Division one floor or any NAI or anything talking. Right. You know what I mean? And so, I don't, I don't play much weight into that. I say, if you can't shoot a left-hand layup, don't talk to me. You know what I mean? If you're not willing to get in this batter's box, we can't talk. If you're not willing to go be an official and help the game progress, we, I, there's no weight. There's no weight for me. There's no value in what you talk. Are you talking about.
0: talking on parents? Like, do parents try to coach you or change your coaching? It, no, they don't.
1: No, no, no. People ain't stupid. They know the veterans.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
1: They know when they sign up with me, they know what they getting. They don't like it. Hey, I tell them, go to Civic Center. Start their own team. We'll drive an hour to St. Louis, pay $500. Right. You know what I mean? I Very rarely, I had one instance where a kid, and uh, I'm going say his name, but I had a kid his sophomore year come up to me and said, Coach, why is this player playing more than me? I said, because the statistics show me that you're not producing at the best of your ability. I said, and what? because I had huddle assist. And I said, huddle assist shows that this kid is producing when he's on the court. I said, I can't play you because you're not producing. Mom was like, what's he just, I don't know why he's playing. I said, Go. Get, I, he knows why. I already talked to him about it. I said, go look at that huddle huddle numbers. The huddle's numbers don't lie. Now, men lie, women lie, but huddle assist don't lie. Right. Now huddle sis may get some things wrong mathematically on occasion, but 90 95, 98% of the time, that thing is correct. So his plus minus was lower. I said, I gotta play him. The numbers say I gotta play him. And guess what? He was producing when that kid was in he didn't produce. Now guess what happened when mom got out the way? Produced. He produced, right? When I when I had a conversation with him. And he saw the numbers for himself. Now, this is a kid after I showed him that, always looked at the numbers himself. So he policed himself at that point, because mom just asked the question. We had a discussion, she stayed out the way. And then that kid was still he was a three year starter for me at varsity. You know what I mean? Like he got better. And he's one of those kids, he'll get on pull up the huddle report and say, Coach, look at this. Woo 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 woo. He talking to me more about huddle than I am. <laughs> right? But it wasn't until after that conversation. And kids want the expectation. Kids want to know. Kids want to get better. And so after that, he was like, Coach, hoo, hoo. I said, hey, this dude was wearing me out, brother. I said, hey. I said, man, this dude, bro, he always in huddle. I'm going to take his huddle. X-L, right. Because, dog, no. Hey,
0: I loved it. It's all about communications, though, man. You, you like, same with, like, baseball. I got to, I'll make something. But I go talk to the kid about it. I'm not, I'm not trying to be that police, police uh, umpire or referee, you know. I'm going to call something, let them know about it, and then move on from that. You know what I mean? You can't be out here chopping necks. And same way about coaching. You're going to always put things in perspective and be honest with kids because it's not. Um, and I feel like parents, from a diff- the view they're getting, they might see it that way. But we're never trying to play the uh, I know card or, you know, the this is, my, this is my type of card. You're really trying to, you know, evolve and teach. You know what I'm saying?
1: Well, and it's just hard. Mama Bear, Papa Bear, trying to turn it off. That's all it is. Right, right, right. They're, 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 their premises meant well, but they're just misguided because their level of understanding is not as high. So they're reading the game in real time. So I'm playing chess. Right? They watching highlights.
2: <laughs> right? right.
1: And every play they're in the corner is a highlight. So that's why they're up there filming. Right. No, 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 no. I already came in with the game and plan in mind. What's the objective today? We're trying to get a win.
2: Right. I feel that. I don't care about what y'all talking
0: about. You a movie man, Cuzzo. uh yeah, yeah. What you yeah. watch lately?
1: That's a loaded question. What have I watched lately? It's been a minute. Uh, there was something on Netflix that I watched the other day. Uh, what did I watch? I watched, uh, I don't know, man. It, I'm trying to think. It's been, oh, I watched The Minions with my kids, bro.
0: Oh, yeah. I need to go see that. Manion. I heard it's good. I loved it. Everyone said it's good.
1: Hey, that 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 grew, dude, the Minions, bro. My kids loved it. And, and so, my actually, my youngest loved it. My oldest just you know, kind of whatever.
0: She was there. Yeah.
1: But my youngest, you know, she held me to the fire. I was like, we got to go watch Minions. <laughs> and so, you know, I watched Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. That was cool. At, yeah, I had mixed feelings about that. You, you know, like I watched, Thor? Oh, I haven't watched it yet.
0: Thor's cool. You like yeah. Thor?
1: Yeah, I haven't watched it. Uh, I, I just been busy. It's that time of year
0: where, You, you cracking know, back down?
1: Oh, I never really cranked off. Right. You know, I've never cranked up, cranked down, never. You know what <laughs> I mean? It's like uh you know, I can't stop. I I got goals and aspirations and uh you know, like I was calling, talking to you about, you know, God put that on my heart and so uh, I wasn't gonna do the three on three league and you know again, I was like, Hey man, you better do that. Right. The, so the tattooed a tattoo, this is my second one. Massive. The league was big, it was a big deal. You know, and every game matters. So we, the way I do it is, the top four teams make it into the finals. So it means you can't lose but two games. You can't lose two
2: games. Half, yeah.
1: And you can't lose half, because if you start losing half, it's the best records.
2: Right, 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 right.
1: So if you, so I had a team that was four or four and zero oh or something like that, or three and three. So there was two teams that were like three and three. I think the only team that made it into the finals was five and three. Because the other team lost two in a row, Dang. so uh, uh, yeah, 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 it's cool, man. And, and I'm making a big deal that the three, the open run three and three league is dope, man. Like that's something you need to come and podcast live and just watch and interview. Like a kids. vlog. Yeah, we'll just come have fun with the kids and make it something fun for the kids. Right. Just interview them at the game. Right. They be like, "What do you think about your performance under that? You know what I mean? Just fun stuff for the kids, and it makes them fun, and and and, and so the kids love it, and that's how you build your brand because uh, it's a Marcus Garvey quote. We don't mess with adults. we building up the kids. How are you supposed to turn, and I'm paraphrasing, obviously, how are you supposed to turn an adult into something that they need to be? Right. You can help these kids develop into they need to be. You need to help them you transform, them, help them build up stuff, help them and do these things. And so, you know, next year I'm going to do a uh MVP.
0: Yeah, like this year at the Christmas tournament, I'm going to get live with it and have my own interviews and stuff. Like, why if KFMO and them can do it, I can do it myself, you know? Why not? Yeah.
1: Why not? Absolutely. Uh, of course. I mean, I love all that stuff, man. Whatever for the kids. You know, I know I make a lot of people upset uh, sometimes, you know, because I, I don't care. I'm going to speak the truth. truth
0: is. You're on the on-the-table on guy. Yeah, yeah. What what'd you say? You just put things on the table in perspective. Yeah, well,
1: because it's like uh, my uncles, you know, your daddy, what he did for me and my aunties, what auntie kind did for us, you know, and all the family. Mm-hmm. And we got those old heads always speaking in your ear. You, you become the old head. Right that man yeah 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 we don't want to hear that <laughs> yeah 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 we know speak the truth the truth is you're not getting the job accomplished and if johnny don't like it if Sue is in or karen whoever don't like it oh well they don't like it fine i can move anywhere you don't want to mess with me fine there's there's a billion how many people in the world 330 million in the united states alone close yeah you think i'm worried about whoever whooping no
0: Everyone's gotta do their own thing at the end of the day. Yeah. I told myself that I can't I can't be worried about what someone else got going on. Phone got me all the way together and you're building yourself every day. Yeah, you know what man. I'm
1: saying? Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: So it's all coming together. Um man. Cuzo, you got any questions for me?
1: Man, what's next? What's next for the well, barn like- and Swervo, boy?
0: Uh Swervo, I'm just so Swervo, I'm just kinda trying to get it to a thing. Like you said, we're talking business and stuff. Uh, I'm just kind of trying to get settled down and, you know, just take the, tw- like, I'm I'm in that point in my life, you know, 25, they say the blame is fully Develop. like, just really, truly settling on me, like, not really trying to focus on no girl, you know, just stuff I enjoy, like detailing, podcasting, and just truly buying into that stuff, and then stuff will fall in line, so, you know, just working my, working my job Monday to Friday, I think I'm going to take swerving on, like, a campus, a campus, uh, a campus thing with the football this season, like tailgating and stuff. Maybe you'll catch some uh, college games live and then come back on Sunday and get back to the grind and, you know, do that every weekend. And that's how I think I get myself in the grind, you know what I mean? Really networking and getting my name out there and, you know, small vlogs and stuff like that, just really putting it perspective. in the barn, uh, just really keep pushing the podcast. I think we got over a little close to 200. So it's, it's getting there, man. We got like 500 on, on YouTube. So, I mean, it's a day-by-day thing. Like getting in here and recording is like free throws, you know what I mean? We're going to keep doing that stuff. Um, It just keeps growing every day. My movie podcast, I think I want to get that to something. And, you know, hopefully, like, AMC or Ronnie's up there I go to, I can get to a point where I'm not, I shouldn't buy a movie. And, you know, I'm going in reviewing it, having articles I write to it and stuff. I'm just getting to that point. You know, more professional of everything. You know, so I think that's perfect time of me and you tapping in and stuff. So I think it's just time to be a grown man out here.
1: Well, and the thing, too, so I will say about the brain developing at 25 I, I will say you get more understanding once you start.
0: Yeah, I would. De- I definitely agree with that. Yes.
1: What more? Well, what I was going to say is when you get close to 30, right? So between 25 and 30, I was still learning some stuff. And at thir- I turned 31 this year and I looked at it and I, I just the uh, an understanding came over me and really tapping into that universe and, and what God's got planned for me and saying, wow, how did I get here? Right. And I look back six years and I say, when I was twenty five. Well, actually when I was twenty-five I started at Saint Paul, that was five years ago. And I was just grinding, 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 grinding and, and trying to trying to attain my vision. But my objective and refinement wasn't wasn't there. Right. So that's where I came into the understanding of refinement and the objectives. I had goals, but I wasn't we weren't where I wanted it to be. So I had to look at really evaluating. So what you're doing now is you're hearing this earlier than me. And so now I'm telling you, refine your objectives, refine your planning, go into your planning. You have the vision.
0: I've been writing things down more and that really helps.
1: Yeah, 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 <laughs> It truly yeah.
0: does. Because it feels like you really got to get it done or like, why'd you write it down?
1: So what are higher growths?
0: What are what? Higher goals?
1: Higher growths. Things in the, in the pyramid. Why do they do all that writing? No.
0: Got you. Communication. To, re- to reach it? Yeah, communication. Right? I so, mean, yeah.
1: you know, you got a cell phone, but you put in your cell phone, you forget it. You write it down, it goes into your spirit.
0: It's prioritized.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it means something. We've been writing all our life. We've been communicating. You're communicating with your soul. So what happens when you write it down, you're actually impressing it into your brain. It's different when you put it in, in this technology because this technology hasn't always been around. It has been around, but it hasn't been around. We ain't going to get into that it's for another podcast.
0: No, I feel like though, because like when you write it down, it feels like you kind of want to... Finish it off at, after. You want to check that thing. You know, you want to get the power to release and check it off. Like, dang, I got that done. You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. And and it's it's a, it's powerful. I mean. It's all, there's a lot to it, bro. We could we could spend a ton of time on that, but yeah, we had a lot of good discussions today, bro. We
0: did, man. It was a great time. Hour and six minutes. Uh, we'll have. Well, I'm gonna have Justin on probably another time or two. I'm gonna have you and Dalian on the sport, the knuckleball. That'd be a good one. He's been hey. trying to get down here. Yeah, that's yeah. my guy, bro. And we need to talk on. Uh, he's he's changed the game a lot in the in the festus area. And you've changed the game a lot in this area I'm just like you know small town and and getting it up, you know. And you've been getting St. Paul. You brought St. Paul a long way, so that'd be a good talk. Within, you know young black guys in the the basketball coach in the coaching world but this was just small more of a small business point today and just uh just getting right within yourself and being a young man and young entrepreneur and I appreciate my cousin because he's always been that way and uh give, give your platforms cousin
1: uh you know I, I'm on uh, Instagram coach Ford basketball yeah you know what I mean uh, but some of the stuff I'm, I'm keeping on the wraps right now like master the minnow game I, I'd sprinkle it here and there uh, just because there's so much to that that i don't want to promote it too much because that is a big deal
0: my question uh and my question to you is why don't you have your own platform podcast wise like i think the barn is something that could probably help out with that or like you know bring you into getting started
2: or
1: so i got my equipment i got all my stuff for it uh there's some things that consistency uh, that that's one of those things that i i know the weight uh that podcasting can do and uh you know, I've been wrestling in my spirit about it, wrestling with God and, and praying to God for understanding. But when you're doing things and you're in action, it's hard for me. Like you got my attention today because I have nothing today. Right. Normally I'm on the sidelines. Right. So lucky enough we're in dead week, so I have no games or nothing. And so now look at my schedule. School starts back next week, right? And so now I'm all you know, harming, or You know, my daughter plays volleyball. And you know, I'm an athletic. Director. I get what you're saying. So it's like I'm in the action of the content that you would ask me. Right? right. You coming to the gym before a game and setting up podcasts would be a lot better because you can ask me questions in the environment, do a live podcast during the game. Right. Stuff like that. Stopping right. me in the moment and doing live interviews. So it's a little bit it's a little bit more controlled that way. But me drumming up the content, which I should be able to, you know, I'm I'm in action. I'm doing the work.
0: I think a day to day with Coach Ford would be cool. Get yeah. like a little GoPro. Yeah. That'd yeah, be cool. Yeah.
1: I, I, actually, I, I've read it. It's funny you said that because another administrator is doing that in another state. I forgot his name. I'm going to send it to you. You'll love it. And he said he said administrators need to do that. You need to show what people, what your life is like. You know, especially like athletic director, people don't know what we're doing.
0: Scheduling.
1: Contracting. You know what I mean? we're, we're Really, we're, we're the, we should be the brains of the organization, especially like at the collegiate level. Athletic director's jobs are massive. You know what I mean? Like steering the ship and steering the division and you know, uh, you know, not all the times will you make a decision where your people be happy about because my job as a, as my job and as a father and, and all those things that that mentality as a leader, all those kind of those traits fall in line together is. And as a leader of an organization, is, I have to make the decision that's best for the an organization and I have to be looking at, OK, uh, you know, where are we going? So with somebody like you that's like, hey, these are my plants now. OK, I say, hey, this is this is what we need to do like, man, no, 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 no. Either you want to follow or you don't.
2: Right. You Phil Jackson.
1: Yeah, I'm Phil Jackson. (laughs) I'm going to stay warrior. uh, uh, Steve uh, Kerr. Yeah, Steve Kerr, Greg Povich, Coach K. uh, 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. The brother out in Boston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And so I have a clear directive. I know exactly where I want to go. I know exactly what needs to be accomplished, where a lot of people don't. They they mess around like, oh, which direction am I going? I say, we're going straight. Right. Well, it's not really straight. I know it's not straight. But I'm telling you, if you bypass all the curves and all the stuff, the direction is straight. I know the mountain's there. I know the curves are there. I know the slippery slope's there. I know all that. But my brain is straight. Right? I'm going to get on my hovercraft and just hover on over that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That. I'm being dead serious. I feel that. Because my mental state is there, man. Yeah. What's yeah, 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 yeah.
0: We'll close out on that. What's the mental state? We're in August, closing out the year, the four months, of closing out.
1: Never back down. That's that's the term for my boys' basketball team. Never back down. Don't back down from this life. You're you great. Uh, for whoever's listening is, if man, nobody ever listens to it, you got greatness in you. Don't back down from this life. Go after. If you need help, you know, woo, 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 DJ's got my contact. Let's get after. You need help with the masters middle game? Let's get it. But never back down. Let's go, man.
0: I'm go with that, it, bro. Cousin.
1: That's what I'm telling you, never back down. Go get that money. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Love, cuzzo. Hey, this is the Swerving Podcast. This is season four, episode one. This is Justin Ford, Coach Ford Basketball. And we out, baby, live from the barn.